This is the podcast for two long-time otakus talk about anime and manga until they can't breathe anymore. Let's get right into it. Hello! Hello. Welcome back to Manga Kaiwa. Yup, this is the fifth episode. Um, I'm really surprised actually at myself, not at you, Ben, because I knew you would have gone on as long as you could, but I'm usually pretty inconsistent, so this is great for me. Great for my self-esteem. All right, and you know, since we've done five episodes, sure, that isn't a lot, but to us, I think it is, right? I mean, I feel like it's been going on for a long time, even though it hasn't been. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it's been, I think, over a month now, right? Yeah, which yeah. is crazy. Yeah, and so um, what I'm going to try to do is, I mean, obviously, and you know, what we're going to try to do is come up with a bit more of like, uh, you know, like, I guess, different topics, because we've been doing a lot of top tens, right? Yeah. Um, and a lot of things of that kind of nature. So, I mean, you know, spicing it up a bit from time to time is good. Um, so that's what we're doing today. We're going to yes. be doing a, I mean, a character comparison. Um, I mean, I guess you want to elaborate on that because I think yeah, mm. that might be better. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so um, so we'll be comparing um, Light from Death Note and Luge from Code Geass. So essentially we'll be comparing and contrasting their... Um, uh, different character arcs like what what's similar between them and also what isn't similar and where they differ and i mean yeah. what i hope is that this kind of dual du duo right here so light and lush will serve as like an example i think it's one of the more basic examples if i'm being honest of like certain character archetypes that you know have differences and similarities i think that's always interesting to compare across series like people who go i don't know through revenge stories um or maybe like, you know, self-improvement stories or, you know, like gaining courage. Like, you know, there are all these kind of character routes that I think are pretty stock-esque, you know, like that a lot of characters from various series go through and comparing them is always, I think, fun. So that's what we're going to be doing today. Um, and so Light and Lelouch, I think we can sort of define this at the beginning of every kind of episode we do like this because I think, you know, if this goes well, we might try to do it again and again. Light and Lelouch are two characters that I think are similar in the most basic superficial sense, and we'll get into the kind of under the skin later, because they have these kind of sudden powers that allow them to achieve sort of dormant dreams. And I think um, that's sort of how I would define it. I mean, if you have a different way of saying that, then go ahead. Yeah, um, I mean, yeah, I mean, there definitely is that. There's also the fact that, I mean, they're both, uh, of course, highly cunning and uh, tactful in their pursuit of their dreams. But I guess the way they each go about it um, definitely differs mm -hmm. somewhat, yeah. Uh, and I think, you know, what I want to do actually is like get one like huge kind of more obvious thing out of the way so that we can sort of kind of talk in between. So we obviously talked about the beginning, which is them getting their powers. I think it actually is better for us to talk right now about the ending of each character. Yeah. Um, and obviously this will be spoilers, right? Because we are going to be going into detail about these characters' arcs and therefore we will have to talk about the story. Um, but yeah, I guess like I'll go ahead and say Lelouch's. Lelouch's is... He achieves something that no one really expected from him. It was a huge twist at the end of the series. He had orchestrated a lot of the later events of the series, and I say that because we don't really know. I mean, do we know whether it was his intention the whole time throughout? Or it's something that he kind of began to want to do later on? I think it's more later on. I think it's later yeah. on as well. So, you know, throughout the last few arcs of the series, he's been planning this sort of zero requiem, which is where he is killed in order to sort of like... You know, embody all of people's hate 
and have that kind of overthrown, which I think is a pretty incredible idea. Um, and I think it embodies a lot of like the Gios and what it symbolizes. Um, and so that is sort of a success that Lelouch experiences. He experiences a success. He is able to go out in a way that reflects his ideals. He's not confused. He's resolved. He has no regrets, I would say, for the most part. Um, and I don't think it's very similar for Light at all. I think he goes down in a very different, even opposite manner. So, I mean, if you want to tell about how Light kind of goes down, that would be great. Yeah, so I guess in Light's case, it's kind of like um, his... I guess kind of his um, plans and his, um, I guess, sort of ideals just crashing down right on him, right? Because at the end, he is sort of like, is sort of defeated due to his own arrogance. He places his trust in Mikami, who is like this um, devout supporter of his, who also gains the power of the Death Note. But Mikami just completely blows blows it up, and, um, and Light sort of um, is is ultimately revealed and he is ultimately defeated and stopped which is kind of i guess um you know it's kind of representative of the, of the fact that um you know at the beginning if this was let's say light um you know um closer to when he actually got his powers at first um it's i guess it's less, less likely he would have been defeated right because he's you know I guess what I'm trying to say is that his arrogance ultimately blinds him, and that's yeah. his downfall. Yeah. And I think the weird thing is you mentioned at the beginning of the series, but I think that's a similarity that we can establish. I guess we can flag that, right? Between the two characters, Light and Lelouch, is that at the beginning, they use their kind of common cunning and tactical kind of like affinity to use these kind of powers. Like Lelouch has the ability to control minds, and Light has the ability to kill anyone, anywhere. Um, if he knows their name and he writes them down in this notebook. And I mean, those are huge powers. Those are huge abilities. And with the right kind of understanding of them, they can be used to achieve great things. But they each have very, very ambitious goals. Very ambitious goals. I mean, Light's goal is completely ridiculous. He wants to kind of become the god of the new world by destroying all kind of like evil from afar. And I mean, while I do think, you know, that is something that was probably encouraged by this kind of fascination with the new power that he received, you know, by getting the Death Note. I do think it's sort of like, you know, impossible, <laughs> which is, I think, a lot of things that anime studies that evil can never sort of be wiped out. It's always going to be a thing that we have to grapple with. Um, and yeah, and I guess like, um, sorry, I might have taken that away from you, but um, no, that's fine. Lelouch is sort of one of those characters that um, I guess, you know, while I think he does have you know, certain steps in order to achieve a larger goal. That larger goal is massive, which is, you know, killing um, his father which, and, you know, kind of like restoring his sister's kind of like life to have, how it should have been in his eyes. And, you know, he kind of wants everything to revert back, um, which is also sort of impossible and against like, you know, what can it be and what is feasible. Um, and I think that's a weird kind of idea when you consider how these characters kind of progress. Um, towards that goal of theirs and how even their goals change because I think that's a huge difference actually it's that Lelouch's goal seems to change while Light's doesn't really um, yeah he keeps just walking down this infinite road right and I mean sees he gets kind of burnt out and loses yeah yeah and I mean I, I guess there's also the fact that um, 
Light's, Light's goal, you know, is inherently much more selfish than Lelouch's, right? Because Light, he wants to rid the world of evil, which is seemingly noble, but, you know, if you, if you just go about killing every other evil person, then ultimately you'll be the evil that's left. And he also wants to be the god of the new world, right? So it's inherently a very selfish goal. And, you know, there's also... And Light very much embodies that in his actions. Like, when he... Um, he very much, he, he doesn't really show much remorse when, like, innocents have to die, um, in his, I guess, you know, in his, in his pursuit of his dream, whereas Lelouch, uh, very much does show remorse when, like, innocents have to die, like, when his, you know, I, I, do you remember the scene where, like, he, uh... Accidentally controls, um, what's yeah, Euphemia, yeah. Euphemia, yeah. yeah. I remember that scene very closely, and I remember I I could see like more emotion than I had ever seen in Light's face. Yeah, no doubt, no doubt. In that one moment, that was the first season as well. Um, and yeah, and I guess like I think what's so interesting about that whole sort of you know contrast is that um, it's very apparent, and I think the way that Lelouch and Light go about making allies, and I say allies in quotation marks because I don't think it applies to Light. Light yeah. is someone who I think inherently assumes that whoever he works with, quote-unquote, he basically uses. He doesn't treat them as equals, he uses them. Yeah. And I think that sort of contributes to all that selfishness. Whereas someone like um, Lelouch, I think, is actually not that alone. I mean, yes, um, he has an incredible amount of kind of pain and suffering that he has to deal with. Yeah. But he does trust people, I think, so much more than Light ever could. I'm yeah. thinking C2 specifically. Yeah. Uh -huh. mm -hmm. Yeah. And, yeah, and there's also an interesting comparison to be made between uh C2 and Ryuk, I think, because yeah, yeah. C2, you know, she actively helps Lelouch in his goals, whereas Ryuk is just co this completely um neutral party who, you know, I mean, he drops um isn't it explained that he drops the death note into the human world because he was just bored? Cuz yeah, cuz that's so the entire story of death note essentially happens because of Ryuk's boredom. Mm -hmm. And I think that's interesting when you consider that although Ryuk caused all of this to happen, he's ultimately a neutral party when anything actually goes down. So, yeah. yeah. And then I feel like, you know, that's an interesting aspect of C2 because C2 does get emotionally involved with Lelouch and his journey. Yeah. I don't know. It's a she, of course, right? I'm pretty yeah. sure. So she is obviously, you know, she... I, I mean, she cries. <laughs> you imagine Ryu crying. He, he would only cry if he didn't have any apples left, yeah. I swear. Like, you know, I think that's, you know, as simple and as kind of like stupid as that sounds, it's it's really important because uh, the fact that she's able not to just, she's able to not just be this neutral party and actually take sides is very important, especially when considering that she takes Lelouch's side, um, even when considering the whole Gios and how that's a whole mess with who has what and which ability and all. Um, but I think what's also very interesting is, you know, these characters that Lelouch and Light, you know, because Lelouch, even though I think he does have trusted comrades, most people I don't think he trusts at all because I think he's smart. Yeah. Um, but the way that, for example, you know, his fake brother uh, in, in Lelouch yeah, of the, 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 the revolution or whatever that was, the second season, basically, who's able to sort of stop time in perspective. Yeah. Um, I think that's really interesting because... Um, well, 
I think Lelouch begins to sort of grieve when he sees that, you know, you know, the brother is about to pass away. Um, and I think that's nothing Light could ever have done. And I mean, again, it sounds like we're slandering Light, um, but it's really in a moral sense. Yeah. Because um, in a written sense, he, Light is still such a fantastic character. True. Um, especially, I mean, I've seen some clips of like that final moment in the anime again and again and again on whatever social medias I've been on. And I mean, that's pretty sad where he's laying on the stairs and sort of just like reflecting, you know, yeah. and I mean, that's quite something. Um, and I think like, you know, that's sort of, I think, strikes at the heart of the difference between these two is that in response to like a power, they both realize that they've wanted something and that this power can achieve that. Um, and so they go for it. Um, but I think what is really interesting about Lelouch is that in a way, he doesn't stick to his guns because he switches his perspective and the end result of the story, you know, by doing so. But he does, in a sense, because he goes out, I think I said this at the beginning, in a way that's resolved. Yeah. I don't think that Light has no regrets when he when he passes yeah. away. I think he is definitely in a state of sort of emotional instability where, you know, he was he was not completely sure that what he did reflected his values um, of, you know, defeating evil, becoming the god of the new world. I don't think he did at all. I don't think he could even say I did my best because, as you said, because of his own sort of selfishness and, and I guess, you know, kind of ignorance to a certain extent, he was defeated. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's pretty interesting. Um, and yeah, I mean... It becomes clear to me at some point that, you know, I mean, I would I would like to examine like a specific moment. For example, um, I mean, you know, maybe not even a specific moment because these happen throughout the series is a lot. Lelouch and Light both kill people, obviously, right? Mm. That is something they both do. And um, the way I think that Light goes about it is so much different than, for example, how Lelouch goes about it. Light, I think because of that sort of god complex let's just call it that because it's probably much more deep than that and i don't think god complex is maybe the right word but let's just call it that for the sake of it um i think it's sort of he uses it to kind of justify killing people and he's kind of built up this value system where he doesn't even need to think about it before he kills someone because it's immediately just like waved off as like for the sake of his goals yeah um, whereas i think lelouch does it differently I mean, can you remember, like, a moment, for example? I don't know. Like, I mean, yeah, Euphemia, when she's shooting at all the Elevens, for sure, but... Yeah. Um, I mean, it's crazy. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I mean, you know, um... What was I going to say? Um, yeah, because, you know, Light, you know, when he has to kill, um, innocent people that get in his way, there's... I mean, yeah, like I was saying, there's no remorse whatsoever, because to him, of course, the ends justifies the means. Whereas, you know, um... Lush, of course, oh yeah, I've already been through this, but yeah, he he shows remorse, and yeah, so I mean, when Light dies, you know, there's very much, you can see that he, you know, has a sense of regret, whereas Lelouch, uh, in his death, you know, he, there's nothing to regret really, because he's achieved his goals in a way that reflected his values, ultimately, yeah. Yeah, and I mean, I don't want to drag this out too long, because I think we've said a lot of what we need to say. Yeah. But, I mean, one thing that just did come to my mind is, for example, I think that Light has sort of abandoned morality to a certain extent because he sort of replaced what kind of, I think, most human beings, you know, have in the back of their mind as the moral code that they have to follow in everyday life. He sort of replaced that with his values. Yeah. Like, his values are absolute. 
therefore doing anything he can without getting caught i mean you know arguably is justified um, yeah he if he doesn't get caught it's perfectly okay with him what happens because um he doesn't really have morale morals like we do or like you know most people do i guess yeah i should say without assuming um but yeah and i mean it's 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 sort of weird to see how like lelouch sort of is so different from that because i think we see and you know there are i think a lot of theories out there as to why lelouch changed and why he eventually executed the zero requiem um but i think it mainly comes down to the fact that he was sort of i mean i don't know what do you think i mean that's a good question right like why he changed i mean do you have any yeah. ideas i mean it's obviously i mean it's been a while since i've seen code yes but i think from my understanding right when he gains the um the second uh requiem eye i mean yeah. i'm mean, sorry the um Gias eye. yeah the second Gias um eye. you know I, I guess he comes to this new understanding where like he you know if he if he just achieves his uh previous goal of let's say you know killing his father and um you know i, I guess uh i guess restoring um, nonalee's um restoring kind of life, life yeah, yeah yeah it i mean he would i guess feel some sort of fulfillment but I mean, I think he realizes that if he just, if he does that alone, then that doesn't really solve much of a problem for humanity, right? Yeah. Because, mm-hmm. um, you know, people still um, fight amongst each other and they won't ever really be united against a common uh, goal, a, a common threat, which was ultimately the goal of the Zero Requiem, right? Yeah. So mm-hmm. I think that, yeah, he just, he came to a new understanding within himself and he shifted his goals accordingly yeah yeah and i mean like you know i think another thing to point out would be that a series like death note does not have a suzaku for example which yeah. i think is an essential aspect of code Geass as a i mean well death note has l which is i guess is kind of comparable but the the issue is that l is sort of like an equal yeah. to um to to light right i think yeah. l is like sort of this like he's there because i think he is able to compete with light from the beginning and that's why light is so hell-bent on getting rid of him because he understands how much of a threat l is um and i think suzaku is different i think because he's not in direct opposition to lelouch i mean they were friends they've known each other for a long time yeah and i think it's interesting to see how sort of everything kind of changes when you know i guess i mean if i'm not mistaken i think suzaku is the one who eventually kills lelouch yeah and I think that's such an interesting idea because, you know, it's it's this idea that he has to deliver the sacrifice and then therefore is sacrificing himself because he has killed a person that is dear to him and that must, you know, have its own emotional weight to it. Um, which I don't think L necessarily would have done for Light, for example. I think L's main goal was unambiguously to take down Kira because of the threat that he knew Kira was. You know, and I think he was intelligent enough to realize that uh, whoever Kira was, and you know, eventually he did realize it was light, was not mentally stable, and had probably no moral, um, like you know, intentions with whatever goal he was trying to achieve. Yeah, and I mean, yeah, that's that's I guess our analysis. Do you have anything else to sort of comment, or I mean? Yeah, I mean, yeah, I guess you know, um, going back to you know, um, lights and. Uh, Light and Lelouch's companions, right? I mean, ultimately, Light and Lelouch do kind of use people and manipulate to an extent, but I guess in Light's case, it's it's full-on 
you know, man- manipulation, you know, not really hearing what happens to his allies as long as they, as long as they help him. Whereas mm-hmm. Lush, you know, he has the Black Knights, but it's, you know, there's obviously much more of a sense of camarader- mm-hmm. camaraderie and trust, trust I, think, I would say, yeah. Though, yeah but I though. think what's also so interesting, and again, I I guess I want to emphasize that I know that Lush does manipulate people, but his ability is literally to manipulate people, which I think yeah. is incredible because I think he does so in a much less malicious way yeah. you know, in, in a certain way, and obviously this is arguable than Light does, who uses the Death Note, which isn't directly an, uh, like a tool of manipulation yeah. to really you know achieve his goals. But And I think that's you know what we talked about at the beginning. It's that they have these weird paths. And I think you know, what you are saying earlier is that their paths at the beginning are both endless. Light will never, ever, ever, ever rid the world of evil. It's impossible. And then yeah. he doesn't see that. It's just a testament to his delusion, del- delusional nature. Yeah. Um, Lelouch will not feel fulfilled after he kills his father and, you know, does whatever else he wants to do with Nanali uh, to, ful- you know, replace her life and, and restore that. Um, he will keep on feeling hatred and sorrow and all that negative stuff. Uh, and I think the way that he's sort of able to take switch gears and take a path that does end at some point is really interesting to me whereas light never does that he keeps going down this path that will never end and eventually obviously burns out yeah i think that's a good point because i mean i think when lelouch dies his death isn't only a sacrifice for the greater good but it's almost like an escape a personal escape for him because now he you know of course he doesn't have to worry about you know not feeling fulfilled and not he's putting down the mantle exactly putting down the mantle which is i think you know He's done what he knows that all he can do, which is, yeah. I think, you know, that idea of recognizing your limits, which I think is a great aspect of Lucius' character arc. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. So... That was fun, actually. I mean, it was shorter. I mean, honestly, yeah. it's shorter now that we I see it than a lot of the other episodes we've done, but maybe that's good. Maybe it's more digestible. Um, yeah, I mean, if you <laughs> are able to comment in any of the Instagram posts, make sure to, I don't know, say if you guys like this or if you guys want us to continue this. Um, that would obviously be great feedback if any of you are feedbackers or active on social media. Um, yeah. Alrighty. Yes. All right. Yeah. So thanks for tuning in. Those are our thoughts on Light and Lelouch. This and has been Manga Kaiba. We're yes. tuning out right now and make sure to come back next week. We'll figure a also very exciting topic out. <laughs> yes. Okay. All right. Great. Yeah. Have a great day, Struggles. Yeah. Bye-bye.